Hello, everybody. This is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered. It's going to be okay. And today's guest is Anne Hintz. Anne has developed the ability to sense inside her body. Is she psychic? I don't know. We'll find out. And release physical tension stored in her connective tissues using solely the focus of her mind. Wow, that's a lot to get into. So, but before we do, um, if you're listening on the podcast, please go to Apple iTunes and rate the podcast. It lets me know how well I'm doing and I would greatly appreciate it. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, You can also go to my website, www.nickiasherbowling.com, and I have everything there that um, if you have any questions, you can go there and find me. Also, the podcast is there too. So anyway, so let's get in with this with Ann Hintz. <laughs> I almost forgot her name. <laughs> She's probably thinking, what in the world did this person get me into? <laughs> Welcome, Ann. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. It's great to be here. Yeah, she finally got here. You know, I sent her the wrong link and she showed up in someone else's live stream. <laughs> I bet she didn't know that was going to happen, but (laughs) so Anne, tell us about yourself and how you got this, um, ability. I think you call it EFT. Is that what you call it? That was the tech, the first technique I used. Yeah. Yeah. I call the ability insight because I can sense inside (laughs) the body. Yeah. So tell us about that or tell us about yourself and how you got started or, I mean, who comes up with this, you know? (laughs) Well, I didn't know this was a a potential thing either. I had no idea you could do this. So yes, let me share. So I I live in California. I am a mother. I have two boys and a wife. And I say I'm an author only in that I wrote a book about my story. So um, I had a lot of trauma in childhood. I know a lot of us do. It's not necessarily more or less than anyone else. Right. I was born with my right foot up against my right shin. So the first six weeks of my life, I had physical therapy. And then I was handed over for adoption into a family that had just suffered a trauma because they had had to give their adopted girl back again to the birth mother. And I was the replacement for that. It must have been heartbreaking for them. I can't imagine. Yeah, (laughs) that it. That just seems so odd to me. It's like, like, oh, this kid has a return policy, you know. And... That's yeah, that's essentially what it was. And can you imagine <laughs> going through six months raising all that hard work in those first yeah. six months, and then having to do it over again with another child six months later? It's <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> I'd be like, honey, is this a repeat? I mean. I thought we just did this. (laughs) And my brother, you know, he was two at the time that I was adopted. And I think it was traumatic for him. He never liked me because I had replaced this sister of his. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, did he realize that you were, you know, a a better person? I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't know that, do we? (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) 
and he, in fact he didn't know that story actually until just before he died he died in his early 50s just a, a few years ago and oh. he hadn't heard that story until the last few months of his life so wow. he didn't appreciate why he didn't like me until then <laughs> But anyway, life went on and we started moving around the world when I was six months old because they knew at that point my birth mother was not going to change her mind. So at six months, we moved to Barbados. Then we moved to Sierra Leone in West Africa. And while Mm -hmm. we were there, we had a house fire. And I was the one who woke up and saw the flames coming in through my bedroom wall. Oh, my God, Anne. So that was a trauma. And then life went on. Uh, We moved to Hong Kong next and... I liked Hong Kong and I was there from the age of eight till 11. But in that time frame, when I was nine, I was actually sent to boarding school in England, which was my brother's boarding school. So it's halfway across the world. Well, really on the other side of the world. And it was a boys boarding school. So I was the first girl boarder at a boys boarding school. Lord have mercy. Let's just see what else this little kid can do. (laughs) (laughs) So I had really bad teeth at the time I've had, I've had orthodontics three times in my life. Mm -hmm. And so the boys teased me. They teased me mercilessly for two years. So that was not a good thing. And Mm -hmm. then my dad already had anger issues growing up. So I was always very used to walking on eggshells. But they both became alcoholics in my teenage years. So life at home was hell. Mm -hmm. And when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead on the bathroom floor. And I was the only one in the house at the time. Mm -hmm. So I just dealt with it and did the same thing you know we get programmed in those first years of life yeah I was programmed to suppress everything so I just kept doing it I didn't know anything else you could do oh lord you poor thing I feel for you (laughs) (laughs) thanks well now they're just stories so that's it's okay (laughs) yeah I know you worked you done all the hard work you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah Right. So I moved out to the States when I was 21. I got married. I became a software engineer. I had kids and life went on. And it wasn't until I was in my late 30s that something happened. And it was Mm -hmm. a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at school. Mm -hmm. And they were very self-assured, self-confident, authority type women. And I was this scared mother on the inside who was afraid of doing anything wrong. And they told me I'd done something wrong. Oh, so my mind spun out of control, it kept yeah. going over what they'd said, what I'd said, what I'd done, what they'd done. And it oh was almost, God. it was probably three days before I could actually feel some relief and actually begin to sleep again because I hadn't been yeah. able to sleep. And that was when I realized, I don't think this is normal. <laughs> I yeah. don't think <laughs> other people would react this way because it wasn't a big deal. Right. For other people, it was for me. And that's when I realized, you know, it felt a little bit how I would react when my dad would tell me I'd done something wrong because he was my authority type figure. And he'd tell me I'd done something wrong and I would shrink on the inside. So that was my first inkling that maybe there's something from childhood that I need to look at and deal with which is so funny to say now because there was so much that I had to deal with. But that was I my know. little opening. <laughs> yeah. How do you go all the way back to birth? I mean, seriously, <laughs> one thing after another. Right. Well, luckily, you're not shown all of that at the same time. So I was Thank God. just shown this one thing. So actually, in that time frame, I went to a doctor. I can't uh-huh. remember why I went to him, but it was nothing to do with emotions or memories. Mm-hmm. And but he recognized that I was more stressed than I should be. Yes. And he asked me on a scale of zero to 10, what my stress level was. And I said eight. And then he asked me why. And it was that question that made me realize 
Oh, it was finding my mother on the bathroom floor, which is now about 20 years prior. Yeah. Because the tears were still just under the surface. So I hadn't dealt with them. They were still sitting right there. He happened to know this technique that's called EFT, which is short for emotional freedom technique. And it's Mm -hmm. also called tapping. So Mm -hmm. he tapped with me. We call it tapping because we're tapping on our body, different places as we're talking through something. Right, right. So he tapped with me about my mother's death for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from the appointment being able to tell the story of her death in my mind without those tears there anymore. And that was the first time I realized that we keep those memories and those emotions physically in our body and that we can let them go. And I had no idea before that. Wow. I I think that is just amazing. I mean, when we talked before, I was like, are you serious? There's a technique that I can do to help relieve stress, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and I don't have to take any pills or anything, you know. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Right. (laughs) So I went home that day and I wanted to know more about it. So I looked it up online because it was given away by Gary Craig, who developed it. He gave it away to the world for free because he could see how powerful it was. And so I learned how to use it. You can learn in five to 10 minutes. It's very simple to learn. And I wanted to check it out because I I wasn't sure that one experience with the doctor was really, you know, going (laughs) to last. And it was really wasn't just a fluke. (laughs) So at the time, I had a 17 year old cat at home. And we'd just been told that he was starting to fail. His kidneys were starting to fail. And we needed to give him a daily saline shot. So the first time I gave him that injection, my hand was shaking so much. I was so afraid of giving him this shot. So I thought I had to do something because I wasn't going to be able to do it every day if I didn't do something about it. So I tapped. I tapped about every aspect about it. So I tapped about my hand shaking. I tapped about my fear of hurting him. And I talked about all the memories I had had from all the injections because I'd had so many because we'd moved around the world. Yeah. And the next day when I gave him that shot, the needle just (laughs) slid right in. All that fear that had been living inside of me the day before had Uh just disappeared. And that made me realize two things. It made me realize how deceptively powerful EFT is, right? It doesn't look like it's doing very much, but it really is. Yeah. And I realized that freedom is on the other side of that fear. And that's <laughs> yeah. where I wanted to be. I was so determined to change because I had right. young boys at the time. Yeah. And I was afraid that I was going to repeat what I had mm-hmm. done or what I had experienced in childhood. Oh, my and God. I, yes. I, I wanted to be a peaceful mother on the inside. And I wasn't. Yeah. So I was determined to change. So right. that was like that was another cha- turning point for me. I yeah. realized how powerful it was. So I started using it every day, started noticing when I was emotional during the day, which isn't the easiest thing to do because we get caught up in our emotions. <laughs> yeah. Right. So even standing back and say, oh, look, at, look at me. I'm starting to get emotional. That in itself takes some <laughs> awareness. So, I know. <laughs> yeah. It becomes easier as you do it, though. Right. So right. to begin with, I might do it once a day. I might notice once a day. But then yeah. over time, I just notice more and more quickly. <laughs> and then I would yeah. tap about it. I this could make I could be tapping all like, day long. I'm like, I got to have a moment. I got to go tap. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs> so, so when you're learning this technique, I mean, where I mean, is it just anywhere 
on your body or where is the the important points to tap right there yeah. are specific points and the, the ends of the meridian system so as in okay. chinese acupressure acupuncture that uses the meridian system mm-hmm. we're doing that too so it's almost a little bit like acupressure so there's certain specific places that we tap there's the karate chop point on the side of our hand and then we go through a sequence the, the crown point on the top of the head the uh-huh. beginning of the eyebrow, the end of the eyebrow, or the edge of the bone, uh-huh. the edge of the eye, the bone on the edge of the eye, <laughs> the bone under the eye. I knew what you bone. meant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the upper lip, under the nose, uh-huh. on the chin, on the collarbone. And then this last one is under the arm where the bra strap grows across. Oh, okay. And that's it. That's the sequence of points. And you just wow. tap through them again and again as you're thinking about something that happened or feeling some emotion or Mm -hmm. feeling something physical that's happening in your body. And you Mm -hmm. just tap on those points over and over again until you feel relief. So I would think that once you start and in the beginning of this, it might take several tries or several rounds to work through those um, feelings or those emotions um, as you get, you know, more uh, comfortable with it, I would say it would probably wouldn't take as long to calm yourself down. Yeah. Right? It also depends on the intensity of the emotion, right? If, it, yeah. if you're really, really angry with someone, right, you've got some more energy <laughs> to release. <laughs> and like with my mother's death, right, I would tap through the whole story. I would tell the story and tap as I'm telling it to myself or someone else. And whenever I feel emotions, I would stop and tap there. And then I'd carry on with the story, Mm -hmm. still tapping. And Mm -hmm. then I'd come back to the beginning of the story again, start again, do it again. And it released, it kind of opens up the subconscious mind. So maybe more details would come the next time. Uh And you keep doing that, going through the story from the beginning to the end until it just sounds like a story. And you're just reading from a book. And at that yeah. point, there's no energetic or emotional connection to it anymore. And that's right. when you know that you have released it. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, how how do they know that that works? I mean, how did this, what did you say his name was? Gary's, uh, Gary Craig. Gary Craig. I mean, how did he figure this out? You know? He developed it from a different system that was more longer, was longer and more complex. Oh, he okay. cut it down to this okay yeah and I mean and some people a lot of people over the time a lot of people have moved towards the positive right because he's not involved in it anymore so other people have taken it up and they've moved towards trying to mm-hmm. tap in the positive however my story we haven't got there yet but my, I know that all we store inside is the tension it's the darkness that's stored inside so all we need to find is our truth however dark it is, mm-hmm. and accept it. And mm-hmm. that's when the release happens. Wow. So we don't need to move towards the positive. So some people who might be using EFT these days from the scripts on the online, mm-hmm. probably are not getting the most out of EFT. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it works so well on the negative. That's, that's what it works on. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, the positives are working fine. You know, uh, right. it's that negative already that- there. Yeah. Yes. It's that negative that's there that we need to to address, acknowledge and work through it, you know. So um, 
Um, well, I then lost my brain, but. Well, that was just the first step on my journey. So let me carry on then. <laughs> oh, well, you just go right ahead. I mean, this is all for you. So. <laughs> okay. So I started using EFT every day, right? And over time, yeah. I could actually feel changes happening. I started to become more peaceful inside and I wanted more because it felt good. So I wanted more. So I wrote down every memory, every emotional memory I could think of from my childhood and my life up to that point. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, it's A-N-C-H. O-R-F-M to get started. Which oh, was okay. several sheets of paper. And <laughs> yeah. I tap through one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. Wow. And over this period of months, I was becoming more peaceful. I was becoming less reactionary. And I remember opening my kitchen door one day and saying to myself, feels like I'm living in a different reality because my mind, (laughs) (laughs) which used to be so busy and so negative and so critical, it was quiet. And I had never experienced that before. I didn't know that was possible. And that's when I realized that the the voices in my head, the ones that had been talking to me or criticizing me or judging other people, they had been my dad's words that I had programmed into myself in childhood Mm-hmm. And they had gone. Mm-hmm. That felt so good. <laughs> I mean, I know you love your dad, but geez, dad, please be quiet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we all do. We all get programmed in those first years of life and we just yep. don't realize it's happening because I didn't know that. I couldn't see that until they right. had gone. Right. Yeah. So then wow. I wanted more. So I of kept course. going. <laughs> Now she's a junkie. <laughs> that's right. It feels so good to release tension that's been stored in the body for so long. Wow. But what I realized is EFT is doing, it's actually opening up the subconscious mind. And as that happens, our awareness expands. Now, mm-hmm. I know we use that word awareness a lot in like the spiritual community and such. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what it meant. But now I do. I know it, it means awareness of what we can feel, right? Awareness of ourselves. And that Mm -hmm. comes deeper and deeper into our body. And as we're aware of ourselves, we have more awareness outside of ourselves. Right. That that saying as within, so without. Right. So when I started this journey, I was not aware of how I felt. If someone asked me, how are you feeling today? And I would always say, oh, I'm fine. (laughs) Right. Because I I didn't know how I was feeling, but I started to become aware of those emotions And then I kept going and underneath the emotions are a set of physical sensations, Uh right? So we'll use the word sadness or anger or frustration, right? What we're really describing is where we're holding tension or how we're holding tension inside of our body. 
right? Yeah. So if you're feeling frustrated, there's probably tension. For me, it's across the solar plexus, the stomach area, maybe in my neck and my jaw. Mm-hmm. Now, I wasn't aware of that when I started. I might be able to say at some point, oh, I'm feeling frustrated, but I wasn't aware of the physical sensations. But the more tapping I did, the more I became aware of them. And I okay. happened to be in a group at the time. And the guy in the group every week, he'd say, it's not about meditation. You don't have to meditate, which was good because I didn't want to do that. It's all about feeling your feelings. But at the time, I was just starting my tapping journey and I didn't know what my feelings were. (laughs) So as the weeks went by and he kept saying this every week, at one point I thought, okay, well, I I can feel them now. I know where they are. So let me try and do what he said. What does it Uh mean to feel your feelings? Uh So I would try and focus on them, right? Focus on the physical sensation. I'm not focusing on the words, like the fear. I'm focusing on that physical tension inside. And whenever I focused on it, if I moved or if I took a deep breath, I I lost my focus. I couldn't find it anymore. So what I realized I had to do was actually hold myself like a statue. And I would do this while I was doing the dishes. Notice I'm thinking a thought, okay, that thought's got some fear in it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So let me feel the fear stop, hold myself like a statue, stop breathing even, feel that fear inside of me. And I would Mm -hmm. talk to it. It's like, I can feel this tension right there in my solar plexus. I just Mm -hmm. want to feel you because I'm trying to feel the feelings, right? And and often they would dissipate, they would disappear. They would hide because I'd been so good at suppressing them for so long. So I'm trying to keep my focus on them and just allow them to be felt. And I would feel a shift. I'd need to take a deep breath. I'd feel a shift and then I'd f- think the thought again that had the fear, feel the fear yeah. and there'd be another shift. And I would do it over and over again with the same thought until uh-huh. there was no longer any fear underneath it, at ah. which point that thought is then free. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so this felt really good. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see you standing in your kitchen doing your dishes and then standing still. I'd be like, oh, there's Anne again. She's it would take a long time to get the dishes done. <laughs> your husband's like, What in the world are you doing in here? I'm working. But this guy stuff. kept saying that's what it was. It's all about feeling your feelings. So, okay, now I now I can do it. So I started he's doing like, this. He's referring physically. Physically feeling You know, I good. never asked him. I can't believe that I never asked him what exactly he meant. (laughs) I guess I was supposed to learn it myself. Well, I think you did. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I mean, so then I started doing the dishes, but you know. (laughs) So then I started doing this instead of tapping. I didn't feel like I needed to tap anymore because now I'm at a deeper level. So Mm -hmm. I kept doing this throughout the day. And in the evenings, instead of tapping on my childhood stuff, I would lay on the sofa and bring collective traumas to mind. Something Uh like 9-11, right? Because we all have our own experience of those traumas. Yes. So I would bring those thoughts to mind, feel all those physical sensations inside my body and just allow them to be felt. And they would dissipate. And then I'd do it again. And they would dissipate. they just do it over and over again. And it just would release all that tension that I had stored inside. Okay. I just got goosebumps. I, this is a life. I mean, if someone was to, to learn this and practice this, I mean, it would be a life changing experience, you know? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, like I would probably wouldn't have any anxiety issues 
And well, the thing is, we keep we we are shown the deeper level each time. It's like that onion, yeah. right? We peel one level, and then we're shown the next level. We yeah. peel another level. We're shown the next level. So you just right. become aware at a deeper level inside the body, right? right. So so let me continue with just the last step. Yeah, because, go ahead. Because now I'm at the bone level, right? So <laughs> so while I was laying on the sofa, feeling this collective traumas and letting the tension go, at some point I realized I could keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had released. Now okay. I had never heard of this before, but see if you can follow me. So imagine you've got a toothache or a stomachache. Yeah. You can pinpoint with your mind where in your body that pain is coming from. Right. But once the pain is dissipated, you can't normally find that place again. You can't pinpoint no. it because there's nothing calling your attention to it. Right. So I found that I could keep my awareness inside <laughs> my body. And this is a point that I'd never heard anyone doing this before. I didn't know what I was doing. It was all yeah. new to me. So yeah. I you know, I asked myself, okay, can I do it again? I've done it one time. Can I do it again? And I found that I could. <laughs> and then, well, what can I do now that I can do this weird thing? And I yeah. found that I could move my awareness inside and I would move my awareness around. I'd find a place with tension and yeah. then I would do the same thing. I'd focus on the tension and it would shift, focus again, and it would shift a little bit more. And I would do it again and again with the same point of tension yeah. until it had released. So right with EFT, we're just doing it with the words, but the tapping is affecting the yeah. physical body. Then we're going deeper and we're feeling the physical sensations. Right. And then we're going deeper still into the body. So the yeah. awareness is getting deeper. Wow. So I just kept doing this over and over again. It feels really <laughs> good, right? There was no reason not to do it because it feels really good. And it, right. took, it took many, many months, but eventually I was able to put my awareness inside my head. And mm -hmm. that was huge because there was so much pain in my left cheek and the forces pulling my bones out of alignment were just incredible and I had been living 50 years up to this point with no awareness right this is a deep layer of the onion that I yeah. had not been aware of before but it had been there the whole time right. I just hadn't had the awareness of it right so now I've got a tool right so now I focus on it a little bit only a couple of seconds to begin with because the pain was so intense and it would release a little bit and then I'd do it again and release mm -hmm. a little bit more. At some point I actually heard because I'm by my ear now, heard and felt something ripping. It sounded like ripping old fabric, ripping, and it felt like old fabric ripping. And that's wow. when I started to research, okay, what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and I realized, okay, this is the connective tissue, the fascia that I'm working with. Yeah. And I'm releasing an ad adhesion. I'd released enough tension that it released this adhesion. So I knew I wasn't hurting myself at that point. So I, yeah. kept doing it. I just kept releasing deeper and deeper tension. These days, I feel something like that released probably 100 times a day. Right? So much more now. It's almost right. exponential. But then I would get to the place where I could actually feel my bones relax. So wow. it felt really good. Now I know they were relaxing into a more aligned position, but yeah. at the time it just felt like deep inner relaxation. Yeah. And so I do have these x-rays I took last year compared to 2013 and can see that the bones have changed. The eye sockets. Yeah, I saw, I saw those. I tried to get them so we could share them today, but they're all, they're on your website. And I was just amazed and and then the other thing was that you 
you've grown how many inches? I've grown half an inch. Maybe more. I haven't measured myself recently. We don't measure ourselves very much when we get to this age. No, because I mean. <laughs> but I knew I had been growing. I could actually feel that my neck is straighter, right? There's almost this force that pulls the head straighter as you start to release more and more tension. And yeah. so I actually had my son measure me, but I know my neck is so much straighter than it used to be. Yeah. I've had scoliosis my whole life as far as I know, but I right. think it's probably from being born with my foot up against my shin, my whole body's been twisted. Yeah. So it's starting to untwist. And in that process, right, there's a, a lengthening that happens. Right. So, wow. Yeah. That's now, amazing. I do believe that even at the first step, right, even with the EFT, I do believe that it's changing the physical body. We just don't have the awareness, right, at that level. I, I, I couldn't feel into mm -hmm. my body, so I couldn't mm -hmm. feel that something was changing, but I think it was. Mm -hmm. right? Now I'm at a mm -hmm. point where I'm working inside my bones and my tooth roots and letting mm -hmm. the tension go. So it's, it's very clear to me. I feel it happen. Right. So what is your husband? You're married, right? I mean, uh -huh. so what does he say about all this? I mean, <laughs> he thinks I it's like pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he didn't have all this trauma in childhood. And I do believe <laughs> that the more trauma we have, the greater our capacity to do this work or for spiritual growth. Yeah. Right. There's more yeah. desire to do that. I really, really wanted to change. And he didn't he doesn't have any reason <laughs> <laughs> right to do this work so much she certainly has some reason but yeah. <laughs> I just wonder because sometimes I talk to my husband and he's like you sound like you're coming down from cuckoo lane or something you know <laughs> well that's why I say you know I was a software engineer so I, I'm you know I do have that in me too yeah and yeah. but you know that's why I kind of like to detail how I've gone about what I've gone about because yeah I want other people to know it's possible. And it, you know, to me, it almost sounds mm -hmm. scientific, right? In, in many oh, ways, yeah. because it's, it's solely in the fit. It's in the physical body, but I'm using my consciousness to release yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it's scientific. I mean, I definitely do. And um, it's just a whole nother perspective. You know, we have been, so conditioned if you're sick go to the doctor and get you know medicine or whatever or if you have a cold go to this pharmacy and get the cough medicine you know and I just feel like that there are people out there that don't want to um, use modern medicine um, because of the how it's manufactured because it has chemicals in it they don't want to put that in their home or their bodies or whatever the reason is and i feel like i mean like this is an in-depth way to start to deal you know with issues that we've suppressed you know maybe from some kind of a you know like you said trauma from growing up or you know like your mom or whatever um so motherhood unfiltered it's going to be okay and i want to invite you to listen to next week's episode it's my interview with deborah vogue and she is a crisis navigation partner and she helps you 
or your loved ones get through a difficult situation. If you have any questions, please find more information at www.nikkiasherbowling.com. Take it that you train, um, you work with other people and help them learn this method. I do work with a few, but I'm really sharing the story more, right? So I, yeah. I have a YouTube channel that has an EFT demonstration video on there, yeah, and a feeling your feelings video on there, so yeah. people can do the work themselves. My gotcha. book also details the steps that I went through in, right. in detail, right? So. I was someone who wanted to do this work myself, right? I wasn't going to share my deepest innest thoughts with someone else. And I think oh. there's a lot of people out there, right? Who, I mean, there's a lot of people with mental health issues yeah, and they don't have the money or they don't want to share this information with others. And this is the way that you can do oh, it all yourself gotcha. for free. Yeah. 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 So what's the name of your book? Um, it's called A Pathway to Insight. A pathway to insight and can they get that on amazon yes or yes okay. or you can ask your bookstore to order it yeah i always forget about that <laughs> <laughs> you know so um well okay and so last thoughts what would be the very i mean last thoughts that you would leave us with um because i definitely love this whole concept I know, I, I think I watched one of your videos, but um, I will put that channel in the show notes. And you also have a Facebook page that you put information out on every day. So what would be your last thoughts to leave us with? Okay, I'm hoping I can do two because two just came up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can do two, I'll let you. <laughs> okay, good. I want people to know there is so much more depth to life than we think there is yeah. like when yeah. I started this journey I did not know how much depth to life there is and that's it's right. a really weird thing to say and I'm imagining most of you do not understand what that means at this point right but there is a lot more depth to life than you probably <laughs> know right now and you can find it by doing this work and knowing yourself mm -hmm. at a deeper deeper level because then you know things outside at a deeper and deeper level. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing. The other thing is I really like to share how we can bring this work to what's happening today. Mm -hmm. like we're so divided. There's so many things happening, things coming up for us to look at. Yeah. And we have some control over that and how it affects us. Right? So wow. if we're feeling the emotions, it doesn't have to be you know, a lot of people think that we just have control over our local environment, our family, mm -hmm. or our work. But if we're watching the news, right, or we're hearing someone else arguing and we're feeling mm -hmm. some emotions, we can work with these techniques to bring ourselves mm -hmm. back to peace. And when we're back, when we're in peace, that's what we're attracting into our future. Right. That's my right. right. Oh, that's a, that is a great last two thoughts. I we definitely need to be more proactive in how we're responding to negative news. And this is just another thing that someone could try and implement um, to handle that information. I just love that 
throughout your whole entire life. I mean, everything that has happened to you, you could have been someone that was like, you know what? I'm going to be a serial killer because this happened to me. That happened to me. You know, my dad did this and, but you didn't, you decided to, you know, one day realize that there was something you hadn't dealt with and you tried a new technique and it helped it helped you in that moment and then you went to learn more about it and now you are you know wanting to share that with other people I think that's just a a wonderful thing and I've enjoyed talking to you so (laughs) plus you know you laugh at some of my jokes so (laughs) I enjoyed it too thank you Nikki Well, and I um, am so glad you were on today's episode, and I hope that we can talk again in the future. That would be great. Thank you.